0: another one um this is mike perkins um again welcome back um i think it's time to uh start um start with a mission statement about why it is that the content exists and i think that if anything that the space can do a better job of you can do a better job of kind of putting out the uh mission statement of why this content even exists and a lot of times what women miss is that they're again and i I restated and restated and restated there's been a 50 year smear campaign on black men's reputation to justify black women's um outcomes so that the only reason that they're single moms is because black men are just impregnating everybody. Or the reason that, you know, the kids, the boys don't read well is because black men are just leaving the house and they're not raising their kids. You know, or, you know, the reason that there are no good men is because black men, you know, or the reason that a woman is single is because black men are just unemployed, you know, down low, violent, you know, whatever. Um, and we have to sort of unearth a lot of the bad things that have been stated about us over a span of 50 years and in order to do that a lot of times you have to reference black women because they have been the ones pushing the narrative so it's likened to if I'm going to explain racism I might have to mention white people and if white people ever said well why do you have to bring our name in it. just talk about racism it would sound stupid because the reality of it is is that in order to say racism you have to kind of say who is enacting you know or activating the racism you know and that would be white people who is enacting this smear campaign and that would have to be black women and enough times when you tell the truth behind the lie or the smear campaign you have to sort of I mean in their eyes put black women down but you really have to say what black women have been doing you know so for example instead of this narrative of the reason that women are filing for more you know um, divorces than men are is because women are deciding that they no longer want to deal with cheating and abuse well the abuse numbers the way they come out is is that unidirectional abuse happens two times more with women than it does with men, two times as much. So twice as many times, you all are hitting us and that's just what you're doing, rather than us hitting you. Now, I don't agree that anybody should be hitting anybody, but the facts are the facts. So that if we have to tell the truth, of which telling the truth is what this is about, then we have to say that women, the women, are two times as likely to be hitting us or initiating violence in a relationship than we are. We have to say that. That may sound like a negative, but the reality of it is that's just the truth. And what a lot of times happens is, is that women take that as a put-down because they're not used to the accountability associated with their actions, i.e. the reason I'm a single mom is because not because I picked a whole ass nigga who had three baby that baby mamas before but it's because niggas ain't shit right because somehow men ain't shit that's really the issue it's just that men ain't shit and the problem I always have is that you don't get to say that for 50 years and then have no opposition and then when you finally do have opposition say hey, I don't understand you should you should certainly understand but a lot of what happens is, is that women are just, they just don't want anything to be said. Don't say anything, don't say anything. And a lot of the new content that is coming out, a lot of the women are really just opposed to it. So they, they look for the stuff where, you know, there was one uh clip that, you know, that went viral. Whereas guy, he, he didn't seem to be tall. He had a, you know, a, um. You know, uh, curtain hanging up, and I put the description in the bottom. You know what I'm saying? The description. Uh, I put. I'll put the YouTube clip up in in the description. It was on TikTok, and he was just like, you know, women aren't the prize. I'm the prize. You know, whatever. And he was stomping. He seemed a little upset. Look, wasn't the, wasn't the best showing, right? And he wasn't. I don't think he was black. He looked like he was like Hispanic or something. You know what I mean? You know, I, I really can't tell, but whatever. But At the end of the day, they would rather that be the representation than for somebody to say, women are two times as likely to, in unidirectional abuse, two times as likely to be the initiator. Like, they would rather it be that than to listen to what's actually being said. Because most of what's being said by the big content creators, you know, your Kevin Samuels, your mediocre tutorials and reviews, Poor Man's Podcast, uh, you know, Angry Man, you know, City, and so on and so forth. They generally use facts, data, statistics, history, so on and so forth. You know, I've left out some names, but whatever. They usually use information that is readily available. And what they want is to make it about rating. You think you could just rate a woman? yeah because men get rated all the time and people have no problem with it people have no problem with it people have no problem with men black men specifically being disrespected they only have a problem with black women are being disrespected and look i don't think anybody should be disrespected but keep the same energy i don't think anybody should be should be put down but keep the same energy there's a whole sub genre of entertainment based on telling broke niggas that they are broke. I'm not against it. If you know, whatever, tell broke niggas that they broke. If you broke, get your money up. And if you can't get your money up, well, then you just you know you just broke, and you get what comes with that. I'm not against it. But a nigga should be able to then say, I don't want a woman that's 300 pounds. I should be able to say, I don't want a woman with a lace front. There's a whole culture, subculture, dedicated to telling broke niggas that they broke. And I'm not against it. Not because I'm trying to say, you know, I'm just like, I get it. Women don't want broke guys. That's okay. (laughs) That's kind of okay. That's your preference, that's okay. Every woman that calls into Kevin Samuels says that they don't want an average guy, they want a high value guy. That is perfectly okay. And not because I'm trying to say, well, now I should be able to say no, because I get it. I'm actually saying it's okay. It's okay for you to voice your actual preference. You can't get mad that men have preferences. You can't relitigate attraction only on one side. You can't make it li- illegal to not like, of which they, I think that they would. I think that what they would do is, is that if they could make it to where you had to be attracted, to an overweight woman or else you go to prison i think that they would do that i think that that's how far they're going because it's getting to a point where they're trying to litigate attraction they're making up words fat folk is the dumbest word ever it's just dumb it's a dumb word colorism is another one i would ask any woman that, that believes in the idea of colorism of which you know whatever if you believe in colorism do me this favor explain colorism without using sexual politics and without just really explaining racism give me colorism without those two things because typically what i hear is that men are more attracted to lighter skinned women so fucking what women are attracted to taller guys there's no such thing as heightism you can't control your height. You're born with what you're gonna be born with, and you're as tall as you're gonna be tall. There's no such thing as heightism. And I look, and men don't want to be assholes, so we don't push that because we actually don't feel that. Even if you're a short guy, you probably just like, well, I'm short, so I just gotta overcompensate in other areas. I got to be in shape. I got to have my money up. I got to be, you know what I'm saying? I got to keep my my look up. I got to dress well or whatever. I have to overcompensate in other areas. See, men are realistic. Men are not walking around thinking like, I don't think that the guy at Home Depot makes $25,000 a year who's five, five and a half, 180 pounds. I don't think that he's walking around saying I deserve Beyonce. Like, I think he realistically understands that he can't get Beyonce and that's fair. It's fair that he can't get Beyonce. Because the reality of it is, is that if he could get Beyoncé, that, that that's kind of an imbalance. But we can't litigate or relitigate attraction with y'all because you all are attracted to what you're attracted to. But you're trying to relitigate it like, like now fat phobia means that you gotta pick a fat girl. No. Again, explain fat phobia without sexual politics. Explain it. Because if there's no sexual politics, then it's just I want men I want men to be attracted to me even though I'm overweight. Which is not a fucking that's not a you know how stupid that sounds. It's stupid. It's just you don't want to have to work for the very men you want to work for you. You gotta do something. And what we need to start doing is saying. This is the reason for the, of which we are. We are saying that this is the reason for it. And a lot of the goofy shit that goes on, because they're always extreme dudes that just walk around and just say women ain't nothing but hoes and bitches and things of that nature. Alright, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? That exists. It's gonna exist in every faction of 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 entertainment, every every you know, subculture, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna exist some extreme ideas. You know what I mean, even in the pro-black sector or even in, you know what I'm saying, the the Black Lives Matter or the liberal or conservative, that's always extremist. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that that is the norm. Be fair. Be fair. You know what I mean? Cynthia G has said that aborting black male babies is a solution. And if, she, if that's not the solution, she doesn't know what else is. I don't then take that and say that all black women think that like I'm not an idiot don't be an idiot and what women will do is they'll take the, 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 the Hispanic guy off of TikTok who lost his mind you know not a really good showing you know I get what he was saying but not a good showing could have said it better could have been more articulate could have calmed down and said it but a lot more stoic The problem, though, is is that they would rather take that and make that be the representation of what men are doing as opposed to something that is a little more calculated, a little more fact based. We have to unearth a lot of these lies because they're detrimental to not just us. They're detrimental to boys. Boys are going into this situation with this reputation and they don't even understand it. It's like, where is this coming from? I know I'm not doing this. I know most of the people I know ain't doing this. So why am I getting like, like for example, the the, the, the idea of a, of a deadbeat dad is really an old idea, right? It's 70s, 80s, 90s, you know what I mean? And, and you know, and just as a sidebar, this is what they're trying to make you believe. They're trying to make you believe that black men were deadbeat dads by and large, right? And then that men left the house and just, just left and they went to prison or they just faded to black or whatever and then there were enough of a surplus of dudes a surplus of men that came back and were stepdads because black men are the most stepdaddy in this motherfuckers of all time we just are they don't do that in any other culture other than ours to the extent that we do it so it was a surplus of niggas that came back and were at least mommy's boyfriend but sometimes a lot of times stepdads so that's what they want you to believe that, that we had so many dudes in the world like so many black men that there was enough to go to prison and be deadbeats and also enough to come back and actually be stepdads. So that's what they want you to believe which is bullshit like you know it's bullshit like one of the things cannot, two of those two things those two ideas can't exist at the same time but whatever so let's just say that that is what it is when I became a dad in the mid uh, 2000s when I became a dad I'm coming into being a dad with that reputation on me even though I didn't do anything so that when I went to court finally you know what I'm saying after my divorce and after all the things that happened I'm being treated as if that's true about me and I didn't even get to get a reputation for that because I haven't done anything yet I was a boy and what happens now is, is that I have to live with that on me, even though I didn't do anything. And most men have to live with that on them. Meanwhile, 53% of black men don't have kids. 33% of black men are married and most of those do have kids. 6% of men are, married, are in prison. And the men that are left over, even though they may have kids and are not married, it doesn't guarantee that they're deadbeats. Most of those are not deadbeats. Most men live with their kids. Most black men live with their kids. Black men are considered to be the most involved fathers. We have to repeat and repeat and repeat those stats. And women are still getting off this story of when men are just leaving their kids. The the context of of the content is that that story exists. That narrative exists. And if we go by the frequency at which these things happen, we would obviously only talk about the guys who don't have kids because it's more than half. And women are so... It's like, I, either... Because I don't believe women are stupid. Black women are I don't believe black women are stupid. But their narrative is so good. that They don't even understand how ridiculous they sound. Black male voices that just say black women are just so wonderful are not the only voices... And this is what I find to be funny. And I addressed it on the, on the last episode. You have a guy like Joe Button, right? For example who doesn't traditionally date black women. He just doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Who he dates is Latina, you know, women. And that's fine, his preface is his preface. He just hasn't said it. He hasn't said, well, I only date Latina women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, he has, you know what I mean, certain, you know, cases and things of that nature that have been said about it. whatever. The problem is though, is that he eats off of this narrative because he gets to hide Whereas the men who say, look, the men who say, this is some bullshit, they're not hiding. Like, it'd be, it'd be really hard to have a, you know, case on you, a case pending. You know what I'm saying? Whereas a woman accused you of something and to say the things that are being said now. It'd be real hard because women will be like, well, you got a case pending, so... We just had recently Chris Brown was accused of of some things. And he shows the text messages and turns out that he ain't really ain't really like that. Now I'm not saying that he didn't do anything, but let's be real, you know what I'm saying? He shouldn't have to go through that. He shouldn't have to go through that. Now, Chris Brown, I mean he's 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 a 6'3", light skinned guy that black women love and gave a pass to because they do love him and they still listen to his music even though he did what he did to Rihanna. But whatever. However it goes, whatever. Like, I let I let black women deal with that one. You know? I let y'all deal with that one. Y'all figure out how y'all feel about Chris Brown and just make sure not to be hypocrites. Oops, too late. But whatever. This content is needed. And what we need to start doing, which we are doing, what we need to do is we need to continuously give the mission statement the why it's anti-propaganda it's anti what has been been being said because these narratives are dangerous and not just dangerous for the men they're dangerous for the boys eventually it gets to a point where the boys lose because the boys have to go through it, and they don't have a point of reference so that when my sons get old enough They're gonna be dealing with the same narrative that their mother's generation has been pushing. And they didn't do anything. They didn't even get a chance to to fuck up or be good. And one man say, well, all I gotta do is do the right thing. Well, I did the right thing. I still got in that courtroom and got my ass whooped. And I did the right thing. I didn't do anything wrong. Still went in the courtroom and got treated like some nigga. And women will tell you all the time, black women will tell you all the time that, that black men get treated poorly in court. If you, say, if you ask them, just randomly, do you think black men get treated fairly in court? No. It's like, why? Because this, that, and the third, they would, they would give you reasons. As soon as you went to a family court, they say, well, why don't we get to family court you act like, oh, that's different. They'll tell you it's different. You know why? Because we're being treated unfairly at the hands of them. The system is just, it's like a bat. It doesn't get enacted or activated until somebody uses it. Bats don't hit people in the head. People with bats hit people in the head. And we go into that courtroom and they give the black woman the bat. And she says, Okay, you can tell your side, but if you say something I don't like, I'm going to hit you with the bat. But if you don't say nothing I don't like, then I won't hit you. But if you say something I don't like, I'm going to hit you with the bat. And then you hit him with the bat when he says, I think that we should have 50-50 custody. I don't like that. And so to the tune of 90%, we're losing custody here. You don't think that has anything to do with narrative you don't think that has anything to do with the smear campaign on our reputation you think that that's just fair 90 percent, really i would challenge anybody under the sign of my voice to find a, a a a study a number stat whatever some data some history that suggests that black men are poor fathers i would also challenge you to in the same search find something that says that black women are good moms Not to say I think you're bad, but like just find something to say you're good. Or is it just this reputation of even as a crack fiend you always was a black queen. tired of that shit. Y'all can't live off the reputation of somehow you're just good anyway. We have enough information that shows that that's, that's not necessarily true, but I wouldn't even go so far as to say you're bad. I'm just saying we're not bad. But in order to unearth that reputation of us just being bad, that lie, that myth. In order to unearth it, we have to say, hey, look at what they're doing. They're the custodial parents most often, and they're actually having their little boys read at a fourth grade level. No one could argue it's because the dad isn't around. Well, if the dad is that important, get the kids to the dad. We shouldn't be losing custody here to the tune of 90%. If that's the case, if we're that important, of which I believe that we're that important, the numbers suggest that we're that important. Only twelve percent of the boys are reading at grade level or better. Everybody else is reading poorly. We gotta start telling them because then you get to these points where it's like the the, the, the Nicki Minaj and Joe Budden situation. Like it, it's like they're they're arguing something that nobody else is arguing. Like, they're arguing disrespecting black women. It's just like, well, who's arguing disrespect black women? Like, nobody's saying we should be able to disrespect black women. Like, nobody's arguing that. It's a straw man argument. We all are in agreement. Nobody should disrespect black women. But then it's just like, okay, what do you deem disrespect? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you deem disrespect? Because the problem is is that you all are deeming disrespect anything that you don't like. So that the line keeps getting moved back into a point where it's just like, well, if you just say anything we don't like... Say anything we don't like and that's disrespect. Meanwhile, she can tell people suck a dick. And I don't look. I'm for her freedom of speech. She can say anything she wants to say. She got enough money, enough following, enough, you know what I'm saying, of, of you know, gravitas to say whatever she wants to say. I, I I wouldn't speak against her freedom of speech. She can say whatever she wants to say. But nobody is for disrespecting black women. So that you should be fighting for there being no disrespect for black men. As opposed to just saying, I love my black men. Meanwhile, allowing us to be disrespected by your constituency. You know, your fellow uh, female artists. There's enough music out there for you to just say, I can do a playlist of disrespectful songs that are not. And look, and you may say disrespectful songs to, to black women. I would I would argue against that. I would say that black men have done a very good job of separating who they're talking about. Of separating who they're talking about. So when we talk about hoes, you know who we're talking about. <laughs> you say it. We're not talking about regular women. We're not talking about the women who has a cushy job as a as a uh, you know as a receptionist at some corporate building. Like we're not talking about her, obviously, right? Clearly, we're talking about hoes. When they're talking about hoes, they differentiate who they're talking about. We are talking about broke niggas. It's any nigga that's not making over six figures. We know. We know. When you say I'm not lowering my standards, we know what you're talking about. And you're not differentiating the two. You're not saying a solid guy that has a nice corporate job. Of which, if that's not what you want, that's fine. That's fine. That is quite okay if you don't want that. You can want anything you want to want. That's that's it's your call. You can't litigate our attraction. You can't relitigate what disrespect is. You can't go back and say, well, this is disrespect. No. You've had 50 years of just full-on, unopposed, smear campaign that men are responsible for your bad outcomes. And I'm in the space instead of just say, we're not responsible for it. Some of this shit is just y'all making decisions that are bad. Whole culture is not helping y'all. It's lending itself to the highest STD rate, to the highest rate of uh, kids out of wedlock, leading in abortions. Reckless, reckless, and reckless. That's all it's lending itself to. It's not helping you. It's not like you win, like, well, we're winning. No, you're not. You're losing. Again. The the, 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 uh, Maury Pulpish show is a show based on the sexual indiscretions of black women mainly, mostly. Niggas is getting on stage cabbage patching because they not the baby daddy. 30% of look, 30% of of paternity tests are negative as of now. That's of people who are willingly taking the test where they're not litigated or obligated to actually take the test. Imagine if they mandated it. If they made it mandatory at birth That number would go through the roof But you know why it would go through the roof Because the truth is not being told And once the truth is being told Once it's time for that truth to be told And women have to kind of come to terms With what they've been doing I wonder if they're ready Because I know that they're, they're, You know what's really happening Is that they're afraid for that other shoe to drop Because it hasn't yet We've only had two years. Like, it, the, the space has been, you know, the, the, the manuscript, the black manuscript has been alive for, you know, been around for, you know, a good 10 years, a good 10 years. But the last two years has been, it's accelerated. And a lot of the problem is, is that women aren't feeling like that other shoe is about to drop. It's really an age thing. Like, I think that the 30 to 40 year old women are really feeling it because it's getting to a point where a lot of the stuff that they've been living on it doesn't work, it doesn't apply anymore because they're not, they're no longer 20. And you can get away with shit when you're 20. A lot of shit you can get away with when you're 20. When you're attractive, you can get away with a lot. So even at 31, 32, you can still get away with a lot. And I'm not saying you're unattractive back 32. I'm just saying that eventually it gets to a point where you start seeing that women are more attractive than you. It's a time when you don't see nobody. But that other shoe is about to drop for a lot of women. They're giving you universal basic income. They're trying to, they're giving you campaign promises and so on and so forth. They're not doing that because they don't think that other shoe is about to drop. The other shoe is about to drop. And when it does, it ain't gonna be good for a lot of you. All these lies about how well you're doing financially, they gonna come out. All these lies about how men did you wrong, it's gonna come out. We are trying to just clear our name. We are not responsible for your outcomes. You have agency over your decision making. You have agency over your body. You have agency. Be the the same strong independent woman that you was when you was making the decision as when the consequence comes. So to Nicki Minaj, to Joe Budden and anybody of that ilk, please understand that the content is necessary because our reputation has been besmirched and in order to paint the the, the picture the way that it has to be painted we need to use all the colors and some of those colors involve saying that look black women did this to themselves it's not disrespect it's not complaining it's explaining. Alright, I'ma get on out of here, man. Like uh I've been trying to keep going with these uploads. Uh all of the, the, the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook stuff is in the description. You know, keep showing love and uh we'll keep uh doing uh doing the content man. Thank you.